Chapter twenty seven of The Women Who Make Our Novels. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Daniel Fraser. The Women Who Make Our Novels by Grant Overton. Chapter twenty seven Alice Hagen Rice. The author of Mrs. Wiggs of the Cabbage Patch was born in 1870 in a big old country house at Shelbyville, Kentucky, the home of her grandfather, Judge Caldwell. Her name was, indeed, Alice Caldwell Hagen as a girl. It was Alice Hagen when she wrote the very small book which is quite as world-famous as Mr. Dooley, Mrs. Wiggs's pleasant contemporary. It became Alice Hagen Rice on December the 18th, 1902, when the daughter of Samuel W. Hagen and Sally P. Hagen was married to the poet Cale Young Rice. And they have lived happily ever after. They have travelled the world over together. They rest between whiles at a big columned house in Louisville, Kentucky. There are photographs extant showing them in pleasant idleness on the broad verandas. Mr. Rice write songs inspired by their travels together, which make such books as Wraiths and Realities, and songs inspired by their mere happy proximity, making a book such as Poems to A.H.R., both published in 1918. Mrs. Rice no longer writes the fortunes of Mrs. Wiggs in disused pages of an old business ledger, for that is how the first draft of Mrs. Wiggs of the Cabbage Patch was made, but she writes as agreeably as ever mostly shorter pieces. She is not really a novelist, but a short story writer. Even Mrs. Wiggs was but a long short story. Hagen's have lived in Louisville pretty close to a century, ninety years anyway. Alice Hagen's girlhood was sheltered by a brick house on 4th Street. Summers she spent at Judge Caldwell's house, her birthplace, with a Negro nurse and Aunt Susan to tell her folk tales mostly about personable animals, Br'er Fox, Br'er Rabbit, and the rest of the common acquaintance of Southern childhood, dolls, church, Sunday school, day school at Miss Hampton's, in a house once the home of George Keats, brother of the poet, dancing school, in ruffles and in gorgeous wide blue sashes, pink being prohibited as highly unbecoming, dances at Galt House, parties, country dances in Shelbyville, these were the tissue of those youthful days. School days over, Alice Hagen wanted to go to Paris and study art. There was reason to think that she had a talent which would justify an expenditure of time and money. She abandoned the idea because, as she says, I was an only daughter. My father and mother needed me. It wouldn't have been right for me to go. She had, meanwhile, been writing. She had always been writing a little. When she was sixteen, the Louisville Courier-Journal had published The Reveries of a Spinster, an anonymous companion piece to The Reveries of a Bachelor. The spinster's reverie brought many letters to the newspaper, letters read with due appreciation by Alice Hagen, author of Spinster and Reveries both. She had also written a few short stories and had been a contributor to humorous papers. There was nothing surprising or wholly unpremeditated, therefore, in the writing of Mrs. Wiggs. Alice Hagen and her mother 
kept a giveaway bag which went regularly to a poor but merry and philosophic woman living in a neglected quarter of louisville out near the railroad tracks in the southern part of the city this woman was the original of mrs wiggs the story was not a just so story says margaret steele anderson in her over effusive appreciation of alice hagan rice nor was it a photograph exact from head to toe but in truth a development of the original the merry woman served as a nucleus the rest was all alice hagan to quote further the manuscript was read one rainy saturday morning to a little group of ardent young women which called itself with a courage half gay and half ironical the authors club of louisville at that time it boasted no real author but the following was the roster of the club evelyn sneed barnett alice hagan rice ellen churchill semple george madden martin annie fellows johnston francis caldwell macaulay abby maguire roach eva a madden mary finley leonard Venita sabert white margaret van der cook and margaret anderson this club meant nothing at the time but it means now such stories as mrs wiggs and mr op emmy lou the lady of the decoration and the little colonel books it means also such work as mrs roach's studies of married life which rendered a year of harper's very memorable and such achievement in anthropogeography as has made ellen semple a name on two continents and a lecturer at oxford and cambridge to this little club was read this little story and the club as a body became the very figure of laughter literally holding both its sides the story was published by the century company in october nineteen o one and that next summer as somebody put it every tourist had it sticking up out of his pocket there are thousands of stories to illustrate the world conquest of mrs wiggs west virginia coal miners whose little homes contain no bible have the book in a village of korea there is or used to be an old woman bent continually over her garden known to the english officers as mrs wiggs of the cabbage patch in sidmouth on the coast of south devon england was another such person mr and mrs rice have had mrs wiggses pointed out to them everywhere and they have been everywhere sicily china india japan the poet is a specialist in orientalism in india one christmas day after a morning on the ganges after hours of vedic hymns chanted by brahmin priests and after terrible vision of the bodies on the burning ghats says margaret anderson mrs rice was suddenly jerked back into modern life by a billboard near benares mrs wiggs would be played there that night by an english company mrs rice is a good deal interested in philanthropic work at home the rice's house stands in st james's court a place of trees bushes wide sweeps of lawn and a playing fountain the author of mrs wiggs devotes time and personal effort to the cabbage patch settlement and to a woman's club which is a feature of it for many years mrs rice was chiefly active in work among boys at sixteen she founded a club for youngsters which held weekly meetings at her own home when writing she works generally in a snug room or den on the second floor of her home working through the quiet mornings 
she contrives somehow to deal with a heavy correspondence and replies with delightful letters to the letters of all kinds curious friendly grateful that she is constantly receiving though mrs wiggs has made its author famous says margaret anderson mr op is mrs rice's finest piece of work in the hero of this story which is a story of dickensian humour and robustness we mark a real and very big development a development moreover which is not a thing of violence but proceeds along the lines of the man's peculiar nature mrs wiggs is fixed the same at the end of the book as at the opening but mr op grows and the interest of the reader increases with his growth the story has not been read as mrs wiggs was read but for imagination for spirituality and even for humour it remains the better book it is indeed her most distinct success for lovey mary followed mrs wiggs in general character while sandy though wholesome engaging and charged to the full with mrs rice's humour is not of an equal inspiration her story of billy goat hill shows some excellent and delicate work the figures of miss lady and the doctor recalling those of annie and her husband in david copperfield while connie and noah wicker are done with delightful vim and gaiety in the honourable percival mrs rice has aimed deliberately at the light the frothy the effect of touch and go yet here we note especially an increase in her art the thing is light and sure it is froth but froth well made and inviting it does touch and go but it touches with a spark and goes vividly it is needless however to criticise her stories individually what we must note of her work is this it meets the great human need of cheer it satisfies a great human desire with its wholesome milk of kindness to make many nations laugh and laugh innocently to bring entertainment to the sick-bed and army trench and throne-room and schoolroom and to the million common houses of a million common people this is the mission of her books and this their finest achievement wise and honest words these of margaret steele anderson's what she has said so well we shall not attempt to better we shall agree wholeheartedly with her that the best praise was given alice hagan rice by a very wise old man who spoke for a great host of readers when he said madam i salute you you have done the world a service you have cheered us you have made us laugh happily and with courage books by alice hagan rice mrs wiggs of the cabbage patch nineteen o one lovey mary nineteen o three sandy nineteen o five captain june nineteen o seven mr op nineteen o nine a romance of billy goat hill nineteen twelve the honourable percival calvary alley nineteen seventeen miss mink soldier and other stories nineteen eighteen published by the century company new york end of chapter twenty seven recording by daniel fraser